Hi there. Today, let's talk about something which is really important to me. And it's probably important to you too, if you're concerned with your health. And that thing is sleep, S-L-E-E-P. Let's have a look today at people whose sleep is disrupted by their work, by their job. How best do they manage sleep? And what can the rest of us learn from them? So this is the kind of podcast which has two purposes. You get some great English listening practice, but you also get to listen to something interesting and worthwhile at the same time. Dual purpose learning. I like that idea. So let's think today about all those lorry drivers, all those long distance truckers that we see driving huge lorries on our roads. And let's have a look at sleep and how your brain works with this. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. I have a nephew who is an airline pilot and he was in my mind because I visited him this week. That's pilot, P-I-L-O-T. And it means that he is the driver, if you like, of a plane. He pilots aeroplanes for a living. Unusually, his girlfriend, his partner, is also a pilot. It seems that female airline pilots are still quite unusual. They both fly for major airlines. And I know that in order to do their jobs, they need a good night's sleep, as we say. That's really important if you're piloting a plane full of people. So I saw an article this week which talked about how we all might learn from another group who need to have a good night's sleep in order to do their job safely. That group, lorry drivers, long distance lorry drivers or truckers as they're called. If you're a lorry driver, a trucker if you like, then you drive for very long hours and you need good sleep in order to be safe. Some bits of vocabulary that you might need around this topic. The official formal word we use for this industry, it's the haulage industry. So that's H-A-U-L-A-G-E, haulage. That means moving goods around in big lorries and trucks. That's haulage. And a haulier, H-A-U-L-I-E-R, that means either an actual lorry driver, a trucker, or we use that term for an organisation that is that kind of business. And if your job involves driving a huge lorry or truck, possibly in lots of different foreign countries, as well as your own, then you have a responsibility to make sure you've had good sleep so that you can drive safely. And yet we all know that pressure. Get to sleep, get to sleep. If you're under pressure to sleep well, that can make it really difficult, really difficult to get to sleep. The other word that's useful in the context of the haulage industry is the word freight, F-R-E-I-G-H-T. And we use that word freight to mean goods that you need to move around. So whatever the load is on the lorry, that's freight. So it could be TVs, it could be cars. It could be bananas or petrol. Whatever hauliers move on their trucks, we call that 
freight or goods is the other term that we use. So I saw an article this week which was called What Can You Learn About Sleep From Truckers? Written by Stephanie Vozer and published in Fast Company. This article quoted quite a bit from someone called Dean Coker. Dean Coker works for a haulage organisation in the United States and he's become something of a sleep expert. Good sleep saves lives and good sleep training for the truckers, for the lorry drivers, saves lives. Often truckers are on the road for days at a time. So usually they have somewhere to sleep inside the truck itself called a sleeping berth. That's B-E-R-T-H, berth. So they've got a sleep schedule to comply with and yet they also have to arrive on time with their freight, with their goods at the right location by the deadline. So employers usually try to specify when the driver must sleep and when the driver must be awake. This doesn't always work well, apparently. So Dean Croak talks about how sometimes truckers' schedules, their work timetables and sleep timetables, in other words, Sometimes the schedules demand that their sleeping break happens in the middle of the day for 10 hours during daylight. And often truckers find it very difficult to get their sleep into this window. They might only sleep for four and a half hours. That's not enough for a 24 hour period. It's bright, it's sunny, it's hard to get to sleep in the middle of the day when you don't feel like it. And then if they've slept badly, and they're still working according to their schedule, it might be dark and nighttime and they're expected to drive through the night, but oh, actually, that's when they feel sleepy. So, of course, this can be quite dangerous. We talk in English about being asleep at the wheel. At the wheel there means the steering wheel. So that's S-T-E-E-R-I-N-G. And that's the wheel that you use to turn the truck or the car. That's the steering wheel. So asleep at the wheel, that means falling asleep while driving, which of course is hugely dangerous. Dean Croke has known a number of drivers who died doing their jobs, died at the wheel of their lorries because they fell asleep. So this is a serious matter for him. So in the US, truckers do fast distances and have to follow these regulations or rules around their sleep. The rules are designed to keep them safe but they don't always work well. So for instance, drivers must have eight hours sleep or you can't drive longer than 14 hours in a 24 hour period. Again, this seems sensible. So there are lots of rules. What Dean Croke advocates is that sleeping is more naturally done during darkness hours. So ideally truck drivers sleep happens during darkness hours and the schedule should prioritise this. If you've ever worked shifts, that's S-H-I-F-T-S, that means working through the night and sleeping during the day, like a nurse or a doctor in a hospital might. If you've ever worked shifts, you'll know how difficult it can be to sleep during the day and how badly your sleep might be affected. So Dean Croke advocates that truckers' sleep schedules prioritise nighttime sleeping. And he talks also about how it is more natural to have several cycles of sleep throughout a 24-hour period rather than expecting, as most of us do, to have seven and a half hours sleep all at once. 
So he suggests everyone is different and haulage companies need to allow their drivers to determine a schedule that suits them. If the haulage company dictates that they do 11 hours driving followed by 10 hours sleep, if that 10 hours sleep falls in the middle of the day, that's probably not going to work too well. So he asks for, he advocates for more flexibility. It makes more sense for truck drivers to stop their trucks and pull over when they feel sleepy and sleep at those times. Several shorter sleeps should be allowed, he says. And what's really interesting here, Dean Croak says that we all sleep in 90 minute cycles, so one and a half hour cycles. That reflects our brain's natural tendency to sleep in cycles of this length. So if truckers on the road are going with times when they feel sleepy and logging and recording their hours, he advises them to sleep for times which are multiples of 1.5 hours or multiples of 90 minutes. So either sleep for an hour and a half, three hours, four and a half hours, six hours or seven and a half hours. And the reason for this is that you then get chance to complete your sleep cycle. So if truckers are having naps in the day, a nap, N-A-P, is a short daytime sleep, then they're better to have either an hour and a half, three hours or four and a half hours so that they can complete a number of sleep cycles. We all know that feeling. If you sleep for a different length of time and you're woken in the middle of a sleep cycle, then we feel groggy. That's G-R-O-G-G-Y. It feels like we've been woken from the middle of a very deep sleep and the sleepy feeling can last for quite a time after we've woken up. That's groggy. After a nap, you might actually feel worse for having slept than you did before. He advises that we sleep for multiples of 1.5 hours or 90 minutes. And apparently this increases the quality of your sleep. I think that's worth knowing. So how could we put this into practice? How can we benefit from this knowledge, even if you're not a trucker? Perhaps it's worth experimenting with this theory and seeing if you feel better if you manage your sleep in whole sleep cycles. So if you have a night where you know there really isn't quite enough time to do a full night's sleep, you might set your alarm for six hours from now so that you can fit in four sleep cycles. Or if you have a bit more time, and this is better, arrange your alarm clock so that you can sleep for seven and a half hours. I think it would be interesting to experiment with this. In the week when I don't have as much time, I aim to sleep for what Matthew Walker advises is the minimum, which is seven hours. Maybe I need to experiment in the new year with sleeping for seven and a half hours and seeing whether I feel my quality of sleep is improved because of this. I have done previous podcasts on sleep. In podcast 469, I talked about the importance of sleep for our health. And in podcast 552, I talk about how caffeine for some people can drastically affect their sleep. And I give you an explanation of why. If you've listened to those, you'll know that I'm a fan of neuroscientist Matthew Walker, who is something of a sleep expert. I've also attached in the transcript a link to a short video 
where Matthew Walker talks about us having tired points during the day. And he discusses that idea that maybe we don't need one block of sleep a night. Maybe we should go with the siesta model of sleeping. That's S-I-E-S-T-A, like he's done in certain countries around the world. So perhaps siesta is a good idea rather than one block of sleep per night. Interesting and different perhaps to what most of us try to do with our sleep. Often on these things, a little knowledge, a little bit of awareness is really helpful. Let's see. Hopefully you learn some useful English language vocabulary in this podcast at the same time. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.